All right, listen, we talking all things gender roles because men are supposed to wash dishes in a marriage. And women are supposed to take out the trash <laughs> in a marriage. Crazy. Let's get into this, y'all. Welcome, y'all. You're not rocking with the best. You can try to rock it, but you're not the best. Let's get it. Hey, real talk. We appreciate y'all, man. Welcome to Life is a Rock. Rocking the All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Life with Zawadi. It's your girl, Melanated Mama. It's your boy, Melanated Daddy. And that is spelled D A. D-D-Y, a.k.a. Papa Zawadi, a.k.a. Papa Anyway, y'all, welcome back. I feel like you tried to rush my intro. I did. If y'all don't know, my husband loves to talk, which is why we have this podcast. So today we are going to talk about all of the things, um, I guess, gender roles, air quotes, because we don't really subscribe to that topic. Let's, so let's, we let's gotta, get into it. We got to give the people some background. Okay, okay, go ahead. So, y'all know, I be moseying through the hallways of, of the book face, be moseying through. And I just so happen to belong to a group about marriage. And they kept talking about how if a man doesn't provide financially, then why am I here? And I took real offense to this because growing up, my mother told me I was only going to be as good as my pocketbook, right? And I had to unpack that trauma so that I could understand that my pocketbook is a percentage or a part of me, but it doesn't make me or break me when it comes to fatherhood, parenthood, husbandhood, etc. So I, of course, I engaged the young lady and said, but wait, so why does his pocketbook really matter that much, right? If you're married together, well, I didn't subscribe to pay bills. So what What do you, are you cooking and cleaning? Well, well no. So wait, wait a second. Oh, you're with the old school gender? Yeah, of course. If we're going to start this gender talk, let's start it right, right? But I said, but look here. I said, no, and I put you in, I'm sorry. I said, but I, I thank God that God gave me a wife who is so much more progressive than this backwards thinking. If a man is not providing, period, then that means a man is not providing emotionally, spiritually, financially, economically, and we can go on and on and on. But if a man has a shortcoming in his finances that you as the wife, as the partner, can subsidize or help or whatever, but he has he hits every other mark, the man's providing. But see, that's the thing. I think when they, we started to have conversations, even when I put my list out to the universe about what I wanted in a partner, um, that wasn't something that was on my list. And I guess it was because I knew that um, in the way that my mama raised me, that I would never need a, a partner or a man to take care of me right. financially. Right. Like I, you know, I'm going to always be set up to be straight. However, though, in the point that when we started dating, I was very much so like spiritually deficient. Mm-hmm. And so you being the, the the man that you are of God, 
came in with the cup running over yeah. um, was exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is how you provide it for me in terms of like this whole, I need a man to provide for me. I didn't need you for that. I think I, for, for me, mm-hmm. your, um, your relationship with God was so admirable that like I needed that. Oh, no, baby. I'm going to ask you. So, so explain, explain to the people what the roles in this household household look like. Well, um, I think that we definitely don't subscribe to like the woman does this, does this, and the man does this. That ain't our jam. Mm-hmm. But also, um, one of the first things that I remember saying to you when we dated was that emotional labor was not my thing, and mm-hmm. I was tired of it. And that if you was gonna date me, you was gonna have to pick up some emotional labor. Boy, and you didn't even know what that was at boy, first. Boy, when I tell y'all this, mo- this, this, this girl, this woman next to me will throw emotional labor on me so quickly and finesse it in such a way that she is void of all them. I was like, bro, what? If, if y'all don't understand, uh, baby, tell the people what emotional labor really is. Okay, so essentially, like emotional labor um, is doing all of the things that require emotion. So it could be, you know, um, hey, babe, the, the toilet's broken and we need to find a plumber. Well, that sounds like an easy task, but the emotional labor that goes into looking for plumbers, calling them, getting the best price, mm-hmm. <laughs> securing the mm-hmm. appointment, all of that is the emotional labor that oftentimes in partnerships, typically the men don't um, understand. I understand it fully, y'all. That's all my checklist is every day. <laughs> hey, babe, can you... We gotta make dental appointments. Right. Can you call for the doctor appointment? Can you take her to the doctor appointment after you just work eight hours? Da, 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 da. Y'all. I've been handling all of the labor as a single parent before we got married. And so I ain't needed a break. And I'm consistent because even when my mom was li- was when my mom was living, I would call her to do all of the same thing. But she called it being my secretary. Same thing. Emotional <laughs> labor, secretary. Same thing. I think for me, when it comes to roles, and we do have things that are quote unquote specific to one another. I'm a cleaner, so I do the dish, I do the uh, the, the clothes, I wash all the clothes, and I and she hates taking out trash. So therefore, that is the one thing I'm subscribing to. I have to take I'm out not trash. Taking out trash. And then uh, every once in a while, she'd be like, "Babe, my gas is low. I mean, you've been driving. Go go fill it up. Nope, that's Babe, I'm coming home. You go fill that thing. Right? There, there are certain things, right?" If she gets a flat tire, I'm going to do that. That's just me. But at the same time, when stuff needs to be fixed around here, I'm I'm grabbing a drill and, and fixing that too. Like, just like you are. I don't think that if there's like, this is your no, job. No, I was just talking about things that were specifically oh. for me. Oh, yeah. As far I, as gender I refuse roles, to right? take the trash out. She ain't doing it. But realistically, that was a compromise I was happy to make because it's, it's, on the bigger scale of things, it's my new. Um, so this whole podcast is simply just to help help people understand that in 2021, right, we need to get away from the ideology that a man does, but a woman does. Whatever floats for your relationship is what you're supposed to do. That keeps your house running smoothly. We move fluidly through almost 80, 85% of tasks in our relationship. If she can do it, I can do it and vice versa. She cooks. I cook. She disciplines, rarely. I discipline. 
She are you throwing shade? Bro? Not at all, not at all. She um, you know, she nurtures. I just learned how to nurture. So like <laughs> everything she can do, I can do. And, and we don't require each other to hold certain things. In my household, the bill talk is a real talk, babe. I need this for this bill. Here it go. Hey, babe, I'm paying this. I pay. And, and it's not a question. It's fluid. It's how it's supposed to go. Yeah, we definitely don't do the 50-50 either. Nah. <laughs> because you have to understand 50-50 is based upon the cup of the person you're dealing with. Every relationship is 100, 100 and 100. And even though it's not, it is. My wife can be on 60% today. I have to cover her 40. So today it's 61-40. Yeah. And tomorrow I could be at 30. It's 3170. Because at the end of the day, the, the household having to be maintained has to happen. It doesn't matter who does it. But I think with that, what keeps us balanced and what keeps us in line with each other is that we have regular talks about what the household needs weekly. Coin phrase, naked, naked talks. talks. <laughs> Tell them what the naked talk is. Uh, we just had a whole talk about this with another couple, but naked talks are our conversations that we have sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, but they are completely void of judgment. They're void of an emotional response. And what it is, is it's a time for me when she says I need a naked talk to shut up and listen. It's just a, a safe space to yeah. really communicate um, your, your, whatever it is. Your needs, your wants, your concerns. We've had naked talks about stupid stuff. I want to go bowling. I bet. Let's go bowling. But, I, but you know what? I think that the naked talks are really awesome, especially when there's a conflict brewing right. or whatever. But I also think that like our family Sunday meetings are essential um, to like the function and flow of the Zawadi tribe. Thanks. <laughs> and as a disclaimer, the pandemic has really changed how we approach our meetings because they ain't really nothing changed with the schedule for real. But 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 now with our brands and our businesses and me being on Clubhouse almost every night and me and her having to support me through all that and, you know, all the stuff we're doing, these alignments are necessary, especially because without alignment, then there's no clear vision, right? Uh, Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? If we're not talking about it, we can't agree. Exactly. So we have those conversations so that we can walk together. And we didn't just arrive at this way of like, um, partnership it was because um when i was working as a principal um that life was crazy long hours long days and there would be times when i would not communicate that i had a meeting after work or that i needed to stay late mm -hmm. needed to get the kids she said times like it was like one or two was it was it a lot <laughs> it was every day it was like every other day <laughs> hey babe I'm, it's 5 30 i gotta get the kids at 5 30 and i'm still at school can you go get the kids and he'd be like, like bro, bro. <laughs> you didn't know you had a meeting before 5 30. Oh, I find out I found it like 4 40. So you didn't call me at 4 45? It was bad. But um like, yo, I had to dig a little. I'm like, bro, like I had to tell her, like, I hate, like, stop doing this. And so now though, because of that, we have a shared family calendar. Yes. We post things in there like, okay, I gotta work, I got a board meeting today, or I got an appointment here. Um, and then on Sundays we sit and we align calendars. We align, you know, the kids, whatever they got going they on. They got stuff too. So that we can really plan. Like Monday, babe, you got to get dinner. Tuesday, I'll get dinner. Wednesday, we're going to take out because it's going to be too crazy of a schedule. Or pizzas or whatever. Whatever right? it yeah, is. Whatever. But I think that when you are able to have these types of conversations within your partnership, um, that whole idea of gender role just sounds stupid. 
I think it limits people. I, I think if, if, if I'm going to peel back the onions, as you like to say, about why gender roles bother me, is because gender roles put you in a box when your full capacity can be so much more. But were you raised, outside of just the financial piece, like how were you raised? Were you raised to believe that women did certain things and that, you know, aside from your financial part, that men did certain things within the household? I was raised in a complete ideology of gender roles, meaning that men do this. Men, men, so I was raised that men get a job. Men are the financial breadwinners. And if you're not, then you're not a man. I was raised that all you have to do to be a man is go make money and then go home. I was literally taught that if you pay the bills, why are you arguing at the house? No, I was taught that. Oh. So if you pay the bills, that means I'm void of having to be emotionally available at all. I see. Because I pay the bills. But see, my, and I think just my <laughs> circumstances were a little different because obviously I was raised um, by a single mother. So was who, who was also uh, wheelchair bound, right? Mm-hmm. So there were some things that her body just couldn't, couldn't do. do. And so I grew up watching her pay for everything to get done. Mm-hmm. Grass to get cut. No, we, once we were grown out the house. Um, and so I have no problem with paying for things like that because mm-hmm. it's like I have other things to do. <laughs> Remember when you, we first moved in with each other, you were like, you pay for the grad? And I was like, Absolutely. I'm not about to be out I, there. I used to get yelled at for trying to shovel y'all. Like, no. You have a bad back. Why would I even do that? To save 60 bucks? No, sir. You could pay me the 60 bucks then. So then for 60 days, you could be complaining about your back hurt. Hey, I got you to rub it down. No. Right or wrong? I'll pay somebody to do that too. I, I'll accept that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Listen, I will pay for a service quick if it eliminates me having to engage in emotional labor. You don't understand how much emotional labor gives me anxiety. But then you give it to me. You don't get excited. You don't know what I get. You just not get your emotional labor. <laughs> I pay for it. How? In grown up time. Why does that come up <laughs> in every session, bro? Every single podcast we have, it's grown up time. What? <sighs> Jesus. Okay, y'all. I've, I've, I've got it myself. So, what are some tips that you think you can give out to partners about? Um, you know, the same way we say, this idea the same way we say defund the police, defund gender roles. <laughs> Simple, like delete them because that, that's 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 false. That, that harbors uh, a, a situation of toxic masculinity. That harbors a situation of toxic femininity. That harbors a bunch of garbage that just isn't necessary. Figure out what works for your situation away from the norm of what people in 1942 did and run with it. I, I, I don't, my wife, I cook more. Than, I don't say I cook more because I work more. I work later, not more. Um, I used to, when I didn't work there, I used to cook more. Number one, I'm fat. I know what I like to eat. I know how season's supposed to be. I get it in. My wife had, has a different style of seasoning. And I, you know, she's working. It's gotten a lot better. Kudos. I, I zoned out. What were you talking about? I was talking about how uh, I used to cook more, but you know, you get better with your seasoning. Yeah. So, Shay. I'm just saying, you get better, man. I'm saying you get. I just, wow. gave, I just gave you praise. since you're getting better. Wow. Anyway. But we need we need to delete the ideology of gender roles and just figure out how to fluidly move through through your relationship without trying to hold on to something from 1902. It doesn't make sense. Like, women are now bosses. So explain to me why I'm going to tell a woman she has to cook and clean when you work in a full-time job running a, a Fortune 500 company. I think and I'm a stay-at-home dad. 
No, our dynamic gonna be different. So run with that dynamic and make it work. You know, I, I think what I would suggest, though, um, in thinking about the way we're socialized as a society, especially as women, right, um, is that communicate the problem. Oftentimes, we're in our head about like, damn, I know he see the laundry. Like, why do it take for me to do this? Or I know he see the dishes. Talk. Mm-hmm. Really communicate like, yo, this is what needs to happen. This is what I'm observing. Like, how do we work together to fix this? Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to be able to read your mind. And they're not probably going to have the same awareness or sensitivity to the things that you do um, because you're you. And so you have to be able to communicate what it is that you need. Y'all, she hates a dirty bathroom, y'all. Oh, I hate a dirty bathroom. Y'all, do y'all understand? And that, living it with boys. Do, do y'all understand that as an army vet? I had to see some horrible bathrooms. Excuse. So when I get to my bathroom, man, there's stuff on the floor. And I just look at it like, baby, this stuff gonna be there tomorrow when I sweep it up. It's like, no, get it up now. Hey, look here. If it bothers you so much, go get it. As far as me going to go get it. Mm-mm. But now but, but now we have those conversations and we have these talks so I can understand, okay, the bathroom's a big deal. I think it was Saturday, the back in the bathroom. <laughs> Good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I promise y'all, boys, y'all just missed the whole damn toilet. Like, what are y'all peeing that's, on? That's your son, and you actually seen him do it spot on in front of you and upstairs. Today. No, I'm good. I, I shoot like Kobe. <laughs> Kobe! Kobe don't break that shack. Well, then you pee like Shaq. No, your son pee like Shaq. <laughs> I'm Kobe out here. Yeah, all right. But, yeah, I think that gender roles are stupid. So, yeah, man. We are going to share a really cool article in the description box that really talks about how to talk to your partner about emotional labor. Um, because I realize that not everyone knows about this as a topic. I know about it very well because you've given it to me. Well, you didn't know, which is crazy to me that uh, you had no idea what emotional labor was. started giving it to me. And now you throw the word out back at me. Like, is this emotional labor? Yes, it is, sir. I don't want it. <laughs> Take it back. So listen, let's talk about something else real quick. Have y'all noticed that we have not made any mention of baby love? Within the last two days or so, she has really turned a corner in her ability to self-soothe while she is sleeping. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to y'all raw. I just stopped responding when she cried. That's not even true. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. We definitely don't leave the crying out method. When the crying out method doesn't work, I promise y'all. I tried it. It was like, yo, it just got louder she and louder. She really has learned to self-soothe. She is sleeping in her bassinet. Praise him. Last night, she uh, cried, I want to say, five times in 20 minutes. And it was like, eh, and she stopped. And I'm she like, just stopped. Oh, wait, she just stopped. I know. Oh, she's back. Okay, that's what I'm saying. She stopped. We go away. Okay, I guess we don't have to move. Baby. And we just left for a Let me tell you something. I can actually get some work done now when the house shuts down at 7, 7.30. It has been glorious. I don't get no work done. This video game time. So what's your win for the week? <sighs> win for the week. Win for the week. I got I got quite a few. Tonight okay. was tonight was a blessed night. Uh for y'all that don't know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of a deal on, on Clubhouse. Just, kind of a deal just, on Clubhouse. Just, just a little one, you dig? Um, but uh, I had I wish a, I had the damn applause. Yay! I, 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 had a, uh, I had a couple reach out to me on Clubhouse and ask for me to kind of talk them through a hard patch. And I was like, okay, uh, God, you know, ministry's in my soul. So, okay, God, I'll, I'll try it. And I got into the space, and the Spirit said, bring your wife in. I said, okay. 
starting to look at the wife. And uh, literally, we were able to talk a couple through something that we've already been through quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and be able to kind of shine some some light on the things needed to be done. And they left feeling better. We have a, a, a secondary meeting coming up soon to just check in on progress. That was super dope. Um, is super that your dope. win? That's my win. That's your win? Okay. I think my win this week is um, starting to clean our room. And that sounds real basic, but my anxiety has gotten, a, 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 it's got its hands around my neck lately um, to the point where my room looks like a disaster for real. And I'll be sleeping in a cave, yo. <laughs> like to the point where Josh is like, um, I'm gonna let you have this. I'm going I'm gonna go to the cave. And so over the weekend, I worked really hard to make a dent in the space and got some clutter out of the closets and donated some stuff to Goodwill. So I am definitely patting my back on that. The goal is to get it to the point where it feels clean and it feels airy. Um, I need about one more weekend and I think I'll be there. So that's my win. That's some real vulnerability for y'all. Can I have a second win? Sure. Y'all, my locks is coming in, y'all. You hear me? He ain't draping like a girl, though. Look. I mean, that's seven years in the game. I'm like two months in. Hey, y'all, I'm I'm, I'm just saying. These locks are starting. This postpartum edge. These locks are starting to just look glorious, y'all. They do look really good. And and I don't know how to feel about it. They they don't move when I shake them yet. That's what I want. That's my first testament to being close is when I can shake my dreads. But. Uh, or my locks. I ain't got dreads. I got locks. What is your melanated daddy moment? Of the week? Yes. That's too many. Come on, you um, gave me your husband one. Now um, give me a... daddy of a week would be uh, two. Uh, number one is just watching the, the dopeness that is the relationship between me and baby love. Hmm. Uh, baby love is... that that's. Each one of my children means something different to me, but baby love restored my heart, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's my baby, y'all. Like, every child here, I miss the baby phase for, except for baby love. Uh, Kalani, I didn't get her until recently, but I, I didn't I didn't get the opportunity until she was four. Uh, Marley was three when I came around. Marley was not what, four? Five. She was five. in K-5. K-5. Five. Kingston was... Three. Three. Mm-hmm. So I missed this for all of them. Uh, so baby love is just super dope. That's my baby, y'all. Okay. I baby wore her around uh, Ikea the other day, and I felt like I was just that dude. Felt like Superman, huh? Felt like that dude with my baby on my chest. So, you know, it was dope. Yeah, you can have all that. Been there, done there. You can baby where you can have all that. Mama. Don't, wait, don't try to <laughs> discount my moment now. I'm sorry. You, you can have your, your moment. That was, that, was, that was real rude. Man. I love you. My melanin. Don't try to tell me you love me to shut me up. That's not how this works. Can I have my moment? We almost out of time. I should. I should continue to protest this moment. But go ahead. Okay. My melanin mama moment is uh, I am continuing to put out new content. I'm stretching myself. Sometimes it feels uncomfortable to be as vulnerable um, about some of the things um, that I'm struggling with as a parent. Um, and so I am going to continue to do that. And uh, that's my win is because people are receiving the message and that is super dope. So. Well, and daddy's also on some podcasts coming up. So like, you know, it's, it's super, it's super intense. You know, you mentioned dad doula in the last episode in two minutes. Can you tell me what that is? Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Start the timer. 
That doula is a doula service for non-birthing parents. I, being that doula, would be the one who comes around, and I would be both an accountability partner. I teach the non-birthing partner how to be present, how to be intentional, how to advocate, and how to support. Um, I I do that through lessons. Uh, every trimester, you'll get two lessons from me, a video and, a, and an audio for whoever wants to see it. Um, but, um, yeah, that's it. That do is just a, it's a accountability service for non-birthing partners to, and then it also, it removes the emotional labor, <laughs> the emotional labor from the birthing parent trying to educate their partner. That's my job. So you, um, real humble, and I'm gonna humble brag on you a little bit more. Um, you have been able to really work with a lot of folk outside of our network in our city, mm-hmm. um, to the point where you have clients who are not even from Milwaukee, which is super dope. Um, your sessions are virtual, so really any non-birthing parent could engage with some dad doula support services mm-hmm. in preparation for first-time dad, uh, new again dad, which is a dad of a kid who you already have children, or a returning dad, which is a father or a partner or parent um, who has not been involved in their children's lives and are looking to make a comeback. Now, that partner will probably still deal more with male-needed daddy than dad doula, but... They're all the same service. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yo, this, we got through this conversation pretty quick. We just like, uh, no gender roles. Bam, done, period. Well, it's 10 o'clock at night. It's bedtime. Well, listen, for some folks, they're listening in the morning, so. It's still 10 o'clock at night now here, so. <laughs> quick, easy, one bed. So, listen, y'all, we have also included a blog to our episodes because folks want to see our chemistry. Y'all have come in many, many comments to say, we want to see y'all faces when y'all talk. So, y'all can see me rolling my eyes and looking half crazy in my pajamas, but I'm going to get y'all the real. That's what y'all asked for. That's what y'all going to get because uh, we usually record at night. And y'all can see these luscious locks, though. Oh, <laughs> so hey, let me Let me get the virtual component of this. Get his edges retweeted and don't know how to act, okay? I actually had to edge up. I gave my line because they couldn't know bar- last barber tried to spray my line. I'm like, oh, bro, I want that. They cut the hair, bro. Anyway. anyway, y'all, if you have not already, please follow our Instagram page at Life with Zawadi. That's Z A W A D I. You can also follow our individual pages um, at Instagram on Melanated Mama. That's M A M A. Bro, people bite my style so hard, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying, there actually are a lot of different Melanated Mommies, Mama. You can actually spell it different ways. So I'm Melanated Mama, M A M A. Can I have my style back, please? Jesus. <laughs> melanated Daddy, simply D A D D Y. Um, uh, and then we also the video will be on YouTube under Monday Mama's. Yeah, YouTube. we'll have all the links in the description box. You can check out our faces. I have on no makeup, my edges are a mess, and I um got on pajamas, so that's what it is. I got a hoodie on, I just picked up Marley from Dance Town. <laughs> so, um, until next time, y'all, it is actually our scheduled grown up time tonight, so we're gonna go have some fun. Stop, stop. No damn scheduled grown up time. I did not schedule this. So, you weren't in my inboxes today, like, yo, baby. I wasn't in your Wait, pause, pause, pause. Wasn't in your inbox. I text you. Same thing. Number two, that means that I sent you was for next week, Wednesday. Oh my god, look at the date on that picture. It said 
that day specifically is next week Wednesday. I just sent it to you earlier. I didn't see that part. In preparation of next week Wednesday. But if you want to bust it over now, I'm not going to fight it. What? <laughs> Come bust away, my dude. Well, G. our natural birth control just woke up. So if you hear it real closely, Harlem just woke up. And then let's see how long it takes for her to sleep, y'all. It depends on what's left of you fed her. Um, oh. She's soothing, y'all. She's soothing, <laughs> y'all. We'll see. No, she's she's working on it, bro. Let her work. Like yesterday, she cried for maybe two minutes and realized, okay, ain't nobody coming, y'all. So let me just. It wasn't two minutes. It was like thirty seconds, but it probably felt like two minutes. And went straight. I'm to, not letting my baby cry. For went two straight minutes. to sleep, y'all. Just, anyway, y'all, we love y'all. Thanks for supporting us each week that we do this. Um, we get more and more listeners. We really, really appreciate it. All we are is real. We're a blended family trying to do this black love thing. Um, until next time, though. <clears throat> Bam. Play my music. Let's try. Mm. You're not rocking the best. We appreciate y'all. Real talk. Thank you for coming on this ride with the Zawadi tribe. Oh, you're riding too. I got the video, y'all. God bless. Till next week, y'all. We out. Deuces.